<laughs> all right, welcome everyone to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by four weight gain nerds for all of you weight gain nerds out there. Oh. As always, I'm Joey Foyles. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And today we're here to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Diamond is Unbreakable, Episode 23, ha- Sheer Heart Attack, Part 1. We do a little JoJo's Bizarre Adventure watch-along podcast here where we watch each and every episode of the show and just talk a lot about it and make terrible jokes. So you don't have to. You still can, though. How are we not perfect Frieza nerds this episode? Come on. I mean, I- Get your <laughs> shit together. I was hip hop Frieza was kind of what I was thinking, or S H I T, but I, I I thought weight gain was like a dumb, upsetting way to take that. It is upsetting. It's, it's, it's a side effect of my medications. Mm-hmm. It's a side effect of my lifestyle. I it actually <laughs> took me a long time to register why you had called us weight gainers. I it's been a little <laughs> bit since I watched the episodes. <laughs> it's the dumbest way to describe. <laughs> Can we? Do yeah. It? Yeah, okay, yeah. There you go, it's on it's brand. It's not weight gain, his gravity's just extra good. Yeah, he gained weight. Perfect. Just cultivating mass. And I'm not fat, I just have extra gravitational pull. <laughs> no, don't don't refer to it as getting fat. Refer to it as realizing those sweet gains. <laughs> Please don't fat shame this stand, Joey. Come on. <laughs> Reaching your true potential. <laughs> <laughs> what the peak male form looks like. You know, this is like what it. the peak stand form looks like. If you don't like it, Kochi Omira. Kochi Omira. I'm going to put that somewhere okay. everywhere. Sheer attack, a sheer heart attack says that a lot in this episode, and I love it every time. Mm-hmm. It's real dumb. It's and really real dumb. Fun. Wait, wait, what's real the fun. name of this thing again? Oh sheer yeah, uh, heart attack. Sheer heart attack. <laughs> Just like we've always said, right, y'all? <laughs> no, we're burning Joey at the stake this episode because he tricked us into saying bites the dust. Okay, yeah, I tricked you. <laughs> you tricked me I, I with had my feeble laugh. mind. <laughs> Okay. Your stupid minds. Stupid. (laughs) Stupid. Uh, I'll accept that. (laughs) Don't you know my brain doesn't work when we're podcasting? No. Not at all. I just immediately agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Isn't that right, Grant? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. I can't remember the first time I watched these episodes. Okay, first of all, <laughs> sheer heart attack doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no! Kira has two stand powers for no reason. No! Why does he have a stand that has a remote stand? <laughs> no, it's part of his left hand of his stand. It's fine. It's it makes how, perfect it's sense. Not how his stand has a stand. That's that's what this is. This is a Rocky saying, fuck you. <laughs> the thing I got, I, I think I was got watching... two stands here. I was watching this with Grant, I think, and I had a really fun idea about this where I'm like, oh, wait, I think I get it. It explains why there's, like, the super friends going on here, and we spend all this time showing, like, serial killer, all these other stand users. I thought he got this from killing Shigechi, and that was his stand power. Because it's a remote, tiny version of his stand that also says things. So I thought the Kochio Mi... Kochio Miro! Kochio Mi... Like, was the... The So Yeah, because yeah. we have two stands back-to-back. So I'm like, oh, is Kira going to be going around killing all these other stand users and gaining, like, evil versions of their stands? 
Yeah, that, that would be like yeah. clever or something. That's not what's happening here. Absolutely not what's happening here. Like, could you? I'm like, ooh, that'll be terrifying when he gets Rohan's power. <laughs> what would an evil version of a stand that evil be? Like, I mean, it would be the good version. <laughs> Rohan is the evil version. But you know, like we're like upgrading his stand by eating other stands is like a cool idea that I kind of wasn't really realized, unfortunately. I'm I, sure Araki will get to it because every superpower story gets to that eventually. Yeah, sure. It's it's good. It's a good trope. You're just describing Skylar from uh, from Heroes. Yeah, but with a lot more style. Yeah, like, it's just, but the JoJo version of that. Yeah, JoJo Heroes. I mean, he probably it's probably already there. Like we haven't read ahead. Yeah, we don't no. know what happens next season. And, and do I not tell us. Will. Do not tell us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whenever they animate it, we'll watch it in a couple of years, I guess. Thirty. Years from now, <laughs> when Stone Ocean is made, Stone Ocean still not confirmed. It what are they be... doing? Not, I mean, it, quarantining. Uh, that's probably fair, but it takes they. It took them like three years to announce Golden Wind. I think it's like how. What are they waiting for? Like, are they waiting for the ratings to come back? And it's JoJo. <laughs> like, you know, it's literally on the top fifty most profitable franchises in the world. Uh, to be fair, the uh, the Golden Wind dub isn't done yet. Really? Uh, yeah. How- I, I cannot fathom this. In a world where we greenlight projects like two episodes into the season, <laughs> like you greenlight seasons two through six, two episodes into season one, I don't understand how this is not confirmed yet when it's literally decades old. Have the clip show episodes taken more time than they thought or something to die? Probably. <laughs> God, I hope they just don't do the clip episodes. I'll have to get back to you on that. I don't want skip the week. Yeah, fuck it, right? Save the resources. Skip a week. We do not skip weeks. We will be doing clip show episodes. No! Oh, my God. No! No! <laughs> I'm quitting the podcast today. Uh, I'd like to see and, you try. You know, we see this scene again that we already covered. Let's just do the same jokes again. <laughs> you can look forward to that, audience. So, um, this episode. Uh, <laughs> oh, right, is, yeah. This is the most... Stardust Crusaders series of episodes we've had so far in a very good way. This is a very Stardust Crusaders fight. It's a very Stardust. Yeah. But to be fair, we don't get, like, the fights we do get don't really resolve themselves violently, unlike this one. Yeah, this is a fight fight where it starts with a, a poor innocent bystander <laughs> getting exploded as they don't try to help him. It's like, oh, <laughs> this is very Stardust. And having Jotari here really just, like, cements that connection for us mm-hmm. you know i i really glad you both have just said this because i wasn't sure why i enjoyed these two episodes so much more than like the last seven and <laughs> oh it's it's something that resonates with me really well because <laughs> uh, you have jitara here and this fly-ass white suit 
The answer is it's a Koichi episode. Yeah. No, it's because That's it's a Jotaro episode. <laughs> Koichi's the worst part of this episode. What? <laughs> wow. I, the, these episodes do Koichi dirty in a way. I don't like. <laughs> yeah. No, this is Koichi hero time. Uh, Koichi hero time as he fucks everything up four times in a row before he like starts getting wise. He's a child. He's allowed to learn. I mean, to be He's fair, learning on the job. I, Koichi does not drop the ball half as much as Jotaro in these. Yeah. I'm like, I can. You're right, Tim. We can forgive Koichi, the man who can stop time. On the other <laughs> hand. I have higher expectations there for Jotaro. Uh, to be f- to be fair, Jotaro makes the correct call, and Koichi blows it like twice right okay. at the beginning. Okay, so look, Jotaro explains. He's like, "All right, use your stand to defend yourself," and Koichi instead uses his stand to find out where Kira is. Not listening to Jotaro, which was. Not correct, but on the other hand, does Jotaro not know what Echoes does? Because Echoes is not capable of defending Koichi from this <laughs> At thing. all! <laughs> like, Star Platinum, where, like, this is the only thing we have ever seen that does not crumble immediately to two Star Platinum punch and, rushes. And, and like, even then, it's indestructible, and also, he still makes cracks in it. <laughs> <laughs> Koichi, you know your skateboard snake? Yeah, you deal with this unstoppable bomb tank. Like what? What? <laughs> okay, so it's, what does he it, expect them to do with it? Like jo- Star Platinum picks this thing up and throws it several times. <laughs> it would not be. It would not be uh, like out of scope for Koichi to just set a trap that just repels this thing. He doesn't have to break it. He just has to keep it from getting to him. Why doesn't Jotaro have Star Platinum throw it into space? it's the size of a baseball also I don't think it's going to explode on a stand stands don't create heat just have Star Platinum hold it at like 5 feet from you do do stands have body heat? I don't think so I don't know I mean buff chicken does buff chicken does but I, I you know when I imagine Star Platinum caressing me in his arms, I don't want him to be cold, you know? He's cold. Yeah, cold and clammy. <laughs> you're just have to just, just going to have to get into it. Oh, like a marble statue? Yeah. Okay, I, I can do that. I can do that. Finally he chiseled. He is chiseled. <laughs> ah, no, it's a work of art. Again. Damn it, Grant. <laughs> when your Smooth. bodies unite. It's just magic. <sighs> God. So, yeah. What, what I'm saying is, I want you... The fuck star platinum, and don't I want to watch. Don't don't we all want that, Grant? Yes, yeah. yes, we do. Thank you for agreeing with me. I'm gonna take this opportunity to officially distance myself from that statement. <laughs> no, we all know. We all think know of everything can. he can do with that star finger. <laughs> I, I really do appreciate like battle tactician Jotaro here. Like, yeah, just let the bad guy get away. We. Like we know these basic this basic information about him, but like Koichi can find out his hair color. He's a blonde man in Japan. That has to be like, <laughs> yeah, really narrow it down. <laughs> I, Just a little bit. How does Kira get away from Jotaro ever? The man who can stop time. You know what would also stop the bomb? If you just used the world and walked over and punched a hole in his head. Oh my god, he's behind the door! Stop time and slap him! No, he's outside of his range. Use the bullets in your pocket! (laughs) Fuck! Take out those 30 knives. (laughs) 
Joe is really just not I, like. I, there's a strong vibe of just really not feeling it today here. It's like, oh, I forgot. There's shoe stores. I guess let's look, check out a Koichi. Look, my my read on this is that it's Jotaro just doing like a training day moment to just like he sees something in uh, Koichi, but he wants to test him and really like put him through his paces. <laughs> sure. Make him. Otherwise, do the line, make him do it, the line of coke. Like, trick. look. Either I, I I tell myself this lie or just accept that Jotaro just lost his brain this episode. <laughs> Jotaro's big moment here is when okay Koichi sends out echoes, and Killer Queen sheer heart attack. <laughs> it jo- goes for him because it's going for body heat. So. Star Platinum stops time and makes a fire. Star Platinum, Like, this is the dumbest <laughs> action. I love it, but just Star Platinum. But also, throw the fucking piece of wood, you dumb shit. <laughs> ah! I love every instance where... Star Platinum just punches the shit out of this thing because I'm like, oh. I've missed you so much. I've missed all these auras so, so much. It's true. I. This is like this is a good Jotaro episode. It, like it gives us his theme a lot. Mm-hmm. It's oh my god, he's I, looking so fly. He does some serious gaping with this. Uh, <laughs> uh, a sheer heart attack. Ex- excuse me. <laughs> he gapes pretty hard with a sheer heart attack. He grabs it by its mouth on both sides and then oh, yeah, yanks okay. it open. Thank you. <laughs> is what Grant wants to say, like not an insane person. <laughs> He does look, look, listeners. You know, you get it. Look, listeners. I know you didn't know, and I had to explain it. And that's okay, and that's fine. So yes, Jotaro teaches Koichi how to do stand fights, like not an idiot, <laughs> because <laughs> when half the stands out there can just, I don't know, undo you through like up. Oh, Sorry, you put on your shoes. That triggers my stand. Like, Jotaro is probably pretty sensible and is like, all right, Gucci, we just need to calm down and not do the thing that makes us not be anymore. And then... Yeah, when you can touch an electrical outlet and it'll, like, magnetize you, anything's fair game. Like, Jotaro was there for the moment when Polnareff touched a sword and turned evil. Like... Uh, but so Jotaro makes a fire, lures it away from Koichi, and then forgets he can stop time and gets exploded. Like really brutally. <laughs> uh, like this is uh, this is a low point for Jotaro, but this is also a pretty scary moment because we have now seen Jotaro stop time in Aura Punch Rush, just regular Aura Punch Rush, and yes, stick his hands into this thing's mouth and try and rip it open, and it still just got Kochio Mite. Kochio. <laughs> It's Miro. Oh, sorry. Kochio Mitsuketaizo. Kochio Mitsuketaizo. No. <laughs> Too soon. God, the front of this building explodes. There is no one who cares. 
Yes. Not a single Nobody person. in Morio. Like, this is just a Not a single block. siren. Not <laughs> a soul in sight. Does anyone live in Morio? No, they're too busy murdering or getting murdered. There are plenty of people who live in Morio. They just mind their goddamn business. <laughs> oh, centipede shoes just went up. Third time this week. <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> who had that in the pool? Centipede shoes. Uh, I had the baby store. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't St. Gentleman's. Oh, thank God. At least it wasn't that. <laughs> I mean, that owner is still grinding people up to make his bread, but like... <laughs> look, so long the as bre- Tonio's is still fine, I'm good. Uh, I don't like to go to Tonio's anymore. It keeps on draining my eyeballs, and that's just not a pleasant <laughs> experience. It's all worth it in the end. It feels so refreshed it's after experience. I, I tried to sneak in my own water so I didn't have to have that happen, and he <laughs> yelled at me. <laughs> uh, all right, so Koichi's convinced that he's close by because... Um, Stands shouldn't work this way. <laughs> because this stand is amazingly powerful. Mm-hmm. It Would you say it has no weaknesses? Probably. <laughs> Sheer heart attack has no weaknesses. <sighs> Why does the thing get to know whether or not its explosion was set off by a person, too? Uh, yeah, like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it probably just says that after every time. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a person. Well, it isn't anymore. <laughs> it's just upsetting to me. I'm like, not only do you get to be this overpowered, but you also get to know whether or not you failed. I don't know why uh, Kira gets this information. I, he's like, yeah, that, like every time it switches back to Kira and he goes, eh, they're not dead yet. And he checks the watch. He goes, oh, <laughs> why God. does this... <laughs> Why does this stand's remote stand get to be indestructible and this powerful and not transmit damage to the user, which, by the way, is Killer Queen? Uh, (laughs) This is not Kira's stand. This is Killer Queen's stand. It's weird that there are two, but long-range remote stands do tend to work like this from now on, where they have a rule set and they don't transmit damage back. Are are they also this fucking overpowered? uh, Sometimes, yeah. (laughs) I'm thinking of Black Sabbath right now, and I'm like, yeah, that one's... uh, Yeah. (laughs) Look, if you have a problem overpowered stands, just wait until you get to Golden Wind, because, (laughs) oh boy, buckle up. Uh, God. It's like, man, we thought... The hand was powerful, and then just... <laughs> oh, man, the hand is powerful. Probably one of the top three t- most powerful stands. You know what stand could totally be? Fucking sheer heart attack. Is it, is it, is it the hand? hand? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that next episode. I, I know. <laughs> I just want to be mad about it now. No, we've got plenty of time to be mad about it. Oh. <laughs> uh... I do appreciate Koichi, like, dragging Jotaro through this fucking broken-down shop. Jotaro sitting on the floor is as tall as Koichi standing <laughs> up. I'm really impressed that Koichi is able to drag him. Because like, this man is humongous. Jotaro is... must weigh at least 200 pounds. And, like... Koichi's is... must have been lifting on his free time. It, it is all that fucking fear. It's he's, all that adrenaline. He's like, he's like that mama, like... Picking up her car off of the off of her baby. <laughs> up this is my Chotaro. 
Maybe he just wrote, like, light on him with Act 2. Maybe. That would have been Ooh. smart. Are you sure? Are you sure he hasn't brought back his stand yet? Like he's probably stand's probably still out there fucking around. It's actually why he's like crawling away is because his stand is so far away right now. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think it takes this long, to, long enough to drag a body uh, halfway across the the entire store into the kitchen area. <laughs> I, yeah. He flips on a bunch of light sources because he realizes that it goes after heat sources and it, of course, attacks them first. Yeah. Well, like why are these all? Like gas lamps. <laughs> like, regular light bulbs put off heat. Yeah, but not nearly as much as a human body in the instant you turn them on. Uh, they heat up pretty these are, quick. These are fast acting. <laughs> Maybe there's a distance component where it, it's like heat times distance equals... <laughs> yeah. heat, heat divided by distance. Yeah, something like that. So my heat source attracts every other heat source in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> right. anyways koichi gets the, the the back room and he he sees a stove he's like okay this is great i'll just turn off all these stove burners and then realizes they're electric stoves and he's like fuck these take forever he puts I his hand right forever. on it he puts his hand right on it Cold just leaves it there uh, adrenaline <laughs> god but you know what grant Somehow mm. we're halfway through this episode. There is nothing here. There's and, nothing here. <laughs> but, but you know what else we got this episode? And, oh, God. I think we've got next episode and the one after that. And then we'll be saying goodbye to Chase. So you know what? Why don't we you know, really dig in? Right? Chase is right. a music reference, right? Yeah! Uh, Chase is a music. Chase is a music. music. We one did whole it. music. Cleared the bar. All right, welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference, where today we're here to talk about Eastern music, Chase by Bata specifically. I'm your host, Joey, and I'm filling in for Victor this week, so let's get into this. I was surprised by how little information there was out there about what is probably the most controversial JoJo opening. We know it was recorded in 2016 by the rock band Bata, that's Bata with a lowercase b, and unlike some other JoJo openings, no one from Bata has ever worked on an anime opening before or since. No lyrics, no compositions, this is just a Bata original. Bata itself was formed in March 2009, and they lasted one year before dissolving in March 2010, only to, and I quote, miraculously reunite in October of that same year. Uh, the original lineup for the band consists of Tatsu Hoshino on vocals and guitars, Takashi Ishiwara on bass, bass, Victor's gonna yell at me for that one, Tomomori Mano on guitar, and Takashi Hoshino on drums. The band would keep this lineup all the way to 2017, and have since replaced their bassist and drummer with Tatsu Hoshino continuing on as vocals and frontman. It's hard to find data on sales for countries like Japan, but Bata recorded and released two studio albums with the original lineup. Game Over was released in 2012, and Eternal in 2013. 
They're not bad if you care to give them a listen. I enjoyed the tracks Hiso and Mizuro specifically, but their sound at this point is a bit all over the place. Like, a couple of the songs sound ska-influenced, a few are crunchy rock songs like Chase, and a few are more like rock ballads. It's There's not really a cohesion to anything they're doing. Their new lineup, though, would go on to record and release Prelude in 2018, which I personally think is their best work. I don't know if anime opening is a genre of music, but it feels like every song on this album was auditioning for the role. The album has a much more focused sound, and some great, like, just high-tempo songs, and it even includes a pretty bad English version of Chase on it. Seriously, here's a clip from it. I don't like it. Though, what we all know and love them for is their 2016 recording of Chase itself. Uh, the rocking opening is filled with like crunchy guitar solos and some great tempo that launches you right into the show. We've said it before, and I'll say it again here. This would be the best opening song to any other anime out there, and it's a testament to how good JoJo is that this is commonly put near the bottom of the list. Some people think this is the worst one, and it's just, it's still objectively great. I, I'll leave y'all with the acoustic version that Bada released with their single. It's m much mellower and it actually reminds me a lot of the Beatles. And I personally think it's a delight. Chase, I don't have anything. Yeah, you're Chase right. Chase, you. I mean, it's gonna we're gonna come in on that. I can't. I can't just say that again. Yes, you can. We can. That's a lie. You can. Oh. You can do whatever you want, Joey. This is your podcast. It's our. It's our podcast. Thank you. It's our podcast. We can do whatever the hell we want. Like skip over the first half of this episode really fast. <laughs> There's nothing there. It's a stand fight. They put. Hey. I mean, let's let, hold on. Let's do every single punch. So at minute five, <laughs> we get oh some auras. Count well, how many punches he does. At minute six twenty or so, I just wanted to point out that we get like a really ridiculously super detailed animation of Kira in the back room with Killer Queen. Uh, I don't understand why it's so extreme <laughs> with the detail. <laughs> it's good. I, I, I really like this like version of Killer Queen. It like it looks like he's wearing armor, kinda. Ooh, yeah. Right? There's some lines on the uh, arms and neck yeah. bone, and then second yeah. neck bone. It looks and like the, he's like, wearing a suit of armor. That's cool. The, the shading does make it look a little bit metallic. Yeah, yeah. He's got knee pads that are the same color as his flesh. <laughs> as one does yeah of course oh, god all right more at minute f five uh yeah, sure heart attack jumps out of a shoe and then <laughs> the the screen transition was star platinum comes out screw really good where there's like 800 jotaros and like like a shattered mirror kind of effect it's cool oh my um god. so grant how you doing today <laughs> <laughs> well um I'm kind of dying right now. I get it. I understand. <laughs> I share that feeling along with my many viewers. 
<laughs> Look, we're delaying uh, the instant where Koichi goes Super Saiyan. Again. I don't know why. <laughs> well, this is... Uh, okay, so Koichi has a turnaround moment. Where I, I really dig this, and I love the animation when it zooms in on his face the way he is. He's like, no, fuck this. I'm not going to be afraid of a serial killer in my town. He's the one who should be fucking afraid, because I'm Koichi motherfucking Hirosei. And then just <laughs> solves it in a really stupid way. And then his <laughs> nose is drawn like a normal human nose. Yeah, he has a that. normal human face. Yeah. Yeah, super detailed. We, look how much money went into this episode. I know. Oh yeah. Oh man. <laughs> this is some of my like. This is my favorite fucking like. I fucking love Koichi, man. This is good Koichi. Moments. I can't articulate the amount that I love this boy. <laughs> He's a good boy, and he gets Grant's favorite like circular like circles and eyes this episode, which oh is my weird. God, circle eyes. Yeah, it looks real cute. Don't bring up the circle eyes. I watched an entire anime because of circle eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, by the How'd way, viewers, don't don't watch Degashi Kashi. It's not worth it. <laughs> I promise you, it's not worth it. Yeah, the circle eyes are extremely good, but don't watch it. Are you sure? Cause it's those, not those good. Are really good circle eyes. I know they're really good circle eyes, but mm-hmm. it's not a good show. <laughs> don't don't at me. <laughs> at Grant. Whoever whoever's defending Dakashi Kashi. <laughs> oh man, Tim posted a Jotaro doodle that just makes him look like a vampire. <laughs> like <laughs> Count Jotaro. <laughs> With oh. with Star Platinum that really needs to take a nap. <laughs> he's got the darkest bags under his eyes possible. Serious bedhead too. God, and Jotaro and the manga getting exploded there is pretty fucking rugged. Like <laughs> Oh yeah, this is this like it looks like more whole than person. Yeah, he gets Swiss cheese pretty bad. Ugh. I it's mean under- he gets p- pretty bad in the anime too. Yeah. This is yeah, worse. no wonder he's out of commission for the entire episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, Anyways, that leads our, our good boy to, to deal with this stand. It's pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. I actually love this cutaway to Kira uh, that happens right here after Koichi goes Super Saiyan. Uh, he checks his watch and he's like, man. It's taken sheer heart attack a long fucking time. Three minutes? Uh, <laughs> but his mouth is moving the whole time. He is just monologuing to himself on the street. And these people in the background do not care. <laughs> Man, not wonder... nothing to him, Morio. <laughs> don't, wor- don't worry about that guy. That's just Kira, the guy who blows people up. <laughs> <laughs> He's a pretty good co-worker. Leaves you alone. <laughs> okay, good Kira co-worker makes an appearance next episode and I want to talk about him again I never want to stop talking about good Kira co-worker <laughs> look this town respects privacy okay so, did, did you did you catch a little the, too much Kira's tie has yes. the killer queen symbol on it yep. it's so good his tie is iconic I, I also love that he has two suits that are the same color like this like they're slightly different but different slightly days. different slightly. For different days of the week Jerry yeah, I love it it's so he can gaslight people at work. So they say, weren't you wearing the same suit yesterday? And he goes, like, no, no, that was my other purple suit. The only purple suits you good, have. Good Kira co-worker would never say something like that to Kira. <laughs> Perish the thought. I'm just imagining him slightly lightening the shade of his suit every day until eventually he's wearing a completely different color, but you haven't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to imagine who Kira has used a uh, sheer heart attack on 
before this? Like, when was this necessary? <laughs> like, when was the invisible bomb like superpower not enough that he needed to leave a remote bomb tank around to finish them off? I'm imagining. <laughs> I'm just imagining sheer heart attack running at somebody, or like you know. Tr- tanking at somebody, whatever, uh, uh-huh. and and them actually seeing it and running away, and then it, it catches up and kills them because it never fails. And Kira just being like, "Wait, what the fuck was that?" He actually reacted to it, and he just says, "Nobody to interrogate." <laughs> God, would would Shir- Shir- stop though after he killed the first person? Do you think Kira just ever like accidentally left it on? I'm like I, I'm genuinely like I bet he just leaves this on sometimes and it's just like all right sure heart attack go out for a walk and he just throws it out the door sometimes. <laughs> That's why there's nobody in Morio. <laughs> like <laughs> That's why nobody's uh like actually concerned about the explosions because they just happen all the time. <laughs> oh, yep, another Morio mysterious explosion. There's a curfew in Mario. If you go out after nine, you have like a forty percent chance to be blown up. And your life is in your own hands. <laughs> the police are stumped, as they should be. <laughs> police. The policeman that has left is stumped, but refuses to investigate. That would, re- that would require going out after nine p.m. If you were the last policeman in Morio, like, how fast would your mind break Lovecraft style? As you're just like, I ain't investigating shit. Nope, nope, nope. nope. I saw what happened to all them other cops. Mm-mm, no, no. <laughs> officer, officer, don't you see that? Nope. Nope. <laughs> sure don't. Aren't you going to arrest her, officer? Nope. <laughs> Man, he wasn't, that wasn't nepotism. That's just Morio. <laughs> god it's kind of shocking anything ever happened to angelo i guess yeah but one good thing is their jail cells always empty yeah that that's a good thing that's good yeah i guess compared to well good for taxpayers so koichi (laughs) solves the problem off screen where he just puts a little speech bubble in front of it that says sizzle so it gets he calls it like a carrot and a stick which is pretty good i think it's really clever because it just runs around in circles chasing it forever it's very good Mm -hmm. i dig it yeah koichi calls okia or calls josuke i'm sorry calls josuke up (laughs) freaks out over the phone and josuke's like where are you (laughs) Jessica's just reading a book. And he's like, what the hell's going on? Who are you pantomiming this for, Josuke? And, Ko- and Koichi's just... <laughs> Josuke's like, information! You'll note that he does not call Okuyasu. I imagine that this is similar to the how episode with Harvest starts. That Josuke's just running down the street and Okuyasu just starts running next to him. I don't think, I don't think anyone called Okiyasu. Okiyasu just knows when somebody's sprinting, when his bestie is just sprinting down the street. Yeah, Okiyasu doesn't live too far away. Uh, and also, like right Okiyasu definitely does not have a telephone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he does not have electricity in that house. He doesn't have electricity. He doesn't have water. He doesn't have gas. He doesn't have anything. That's a poor boy. Aww. God, but it was a good message where Koji's like, yeah. I solved the problem. Gotta stand. Come help, please. Your your nephew's uh dying. 
Josuke has to be his second uh, emergency contact, right? Josuke? Who's his yeah. first then? <laughs> Jotaro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh shit. My, my normal backup is gone and out of commission. <laughs> the first one would be Yukako, but he really doesn't want Kira to die in like the worst way possible yet. Uh, that's my <laughs> next question. Why is Yukako not here? <laughs> Koichi gave her the slip. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you you really think Yukako lets Koichi out of her sight for a second? <laughs> He's <laughs> no, she's reformed now, right? She's she's better. No, they are going steady, and Stalker Chan does not quit. Like <laughs> there's an invisible invisible hair harness on him at all times. <laughs> like she has a stand leash around him. Like <laughs> there is like. Ma- Maybe he's convinced that she's not a stand user. What? Koichi? What? No, it doesn't manifest as a, as a punch ghost, so it's just not a legit stand to him. There's no way he does not believe she's a stand I, user. I, I think what? that might be the worst take of 2020 <laughs> on this podcast. No, it's just ghost hair. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. She's just a ghost. Got it. Okay. What? Oh. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, sure. Oh, wait, sorry. Stands are real. Therefore, yokai must be real. They can't all be winners. Right. <laughs> like, like, two would be good. This hurts. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry I have to come at you like this. Why you gotta, why you gotta do me like this? Grant, we maintain a level of quality on <laughs> You uh, couldn't get through one word with a straight face there. I'll, I'll oh. show myself out. <laughs> Oh, we're all terrible. Uh, so, so, you Apparently, know it's is... only me. Oh, Grant. <laughs> Grant, I love you to death. I thought you did. You're the best. Now die. Die. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we have standards. Leave the podcast. <laughs> uh, so no. anyways, sure heart attack. Uh, eventually, it notices the stove is on because the stove finally heated up. Koichi very clearly turns the knob beforehand. He's like, why is it still heating up? Because you turned it the wrong way, dumbass. The the heat to distance ratio is high enough now that it catches sheer heart attack's attention. He he blows up the the stove, sending Koichi and Jotaro flying out the window. And um, I guess this is where Koichi realizes his stand is dead. (laughs) Yep, his stand is dead. Again, at least he Again. figures it out this time because yeah, I was so impressed. He actually remembered something. He's like, "Wait, that w- if it were dead, if my stand died, I'd be dead." It's because- not always true, though. I know <laughs> because damage to the stand transmits to the look, user, right? Look, I remember when Toshi Akira is still around. Yeah, thank you, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Victor, you have to you have to give me your take on Reverb's Act Three. Oh, Echoes yeah. Act Three. Oh my God, I fucking love it. I, mm, Araki, baby, you cannot just be like making stands out of like racist caricatures. It's Frieza. I, you Frieza's cannot give kid. me a like. 
a hip hop stand with baggy shorts. Like, don't do this to me. Hip hop Frieza. Uh, oh God, we have a lot to say. Before we get we wanted through, though, I do thank you for this manga panel, Tim. I did not realize Koichi's back gets injured because the word bubble popped, and that transmitted the damage to him. You, That's they why pointed out clearly in the anime. Like, oh, yeah. there's blood like spilling from a rip down his spine. Yeah, but do I just you, thought that was from the explosion. Do you, you think? Oh, no, yeah. it two seconds later though, because he gets up and he just keeps talking for like twenty minutes to his stand. But it's why he can't just make another word bubble, which is what I was yeah. confused about. So sorry. It, it has to do with his tail, like the the like crystal that's on the tail of uh, Act Two. Mm-hmm. So Act Three, everyone. Uh, I, He's I, a good boy. I like Echoes in general. A Rocky really lost. Okay, so Echoes Act <laughs> One can make sound effects happen. Echoes Act 2 can make those sound effects real. Echoes Act 3 can make something heavy. You know, the third sound thing. (laughs) (laughs) So, they... Does Araki understand what gravity is? I... Don't don't want to try and explain what the stand power is. Three! Three! I think we forgot about covers it. I mean, (laughs) makes things heavy. It makes things extra gravity. I just love that Koichi's talking to his stand because his stand has a distinct personality now, right? And he goes talking back. Yeah, it's just like three freeze. What the hell does that mean? Is like, well, obviously, I rhymed the word three with the word free, and I'm like. You stand piece of shit. shit. <laughs> this is where we are with the stand power. Okay. Three. My power. Like, first two word powers. Act three. My power rhymes. It doesn't... I, I, <laughs> what, what can... At what point does this stop? What can you not rhyme to make happen? Does everything have to rhyme with three? <laughs> does everything have to rhyme? Yeah. I... <laughs> Could he rhyme other things like three cheese? My power now turns you into cheese. <laughs> I, <laughs> turns you into a tasty pizza. <laughs> three skis. Suddenly we're in the Alps. I don't know. Like, <laughs> That's a pretty good power, actually. I'm a little disappointed we don't get like a gross hatching scene for Act 3 like we did for Act 2. <laughs> where it's all wet and like a xenomorph coming out of the egg. Yeah. Also, also, why are you a short-range stand? (laughs) Yeah, I'm only only five meters because I'm so powerful. Because I'm so so powerful. Are you sure about that? Are you that powerful? Usually things with this close of a range have good punch ghost powers. He he does an aura aura. He does it. Yeah, but it it doesn't do shit. I think Act 3 is worse than Act 2. He he even says S-H-I-T. 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 <laughs> I, like, couldn't couldn't he just make a sound effect for heavy and paint it on someone with Act 2? And wouldn't that do the same thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. At a much definitely larger would. range. Yeah, the, but definitely it wouldn't would curse that. at you. And that's what's important. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so, remote stands don't transmit to their user, right? 
<laughs> no, this isn't a remote stand. It's actually just part of uh, uh, Killer Queen's hand. Is Kira's hand just really strong? Was that why? Like, yeah. So the for the listeners, uh, Koichi's stand makes uh, sheer heart attack extra heavy, mm-hmm. and it just like gets stuck in place. And then you get a uh, cutaway to. Akira uh, and his hand is just super heavy no, now. Okay, okay. Somebody just said this. Somebody just said maybe his hand is just that strong, and I'm like, yes, that's actually correct because he crushes this teacup <laughs> and his hand is not injured. Like he should have no <laughs> skin left on that side of his hand. <laughs> and like, he crushes his way through the table because Kira's like, crap, gotta pay for this, and like, this gets his wallet this, out. I love the Hero way the wait, this waiter responds. <laughs> He's like, why? He's like, like, sir, why would you do that as Kira accidentally rips all of the clothes from his body? (laughs) What he says, what he says is, which is, you know, like, cruel or terrible or whatever, but it's translated alternatively as, like, how could you or you're terrible or it's the same thing that like girls in slice of life anime say to lewd like male protagonists is like oh, he he do do. yeah the way he says it is just so like sir why would just feel so that? hurt look kira's really hot and he is a shy anime girl <laughs> can't believe it Kira, you're so terrible. Baka Sensei. Do you think Kira? I couldn't even say that. Like I covered my mouth. I was embarrassed as a human being. Do you think this guy knows Kira? Is that it? Like maybe that's why he, this is he like, drinks at that cafe all the time. That's why this is such a betrayal. He's like, sir, how could you? After all we've been through together. <laughs> After all the conversations I've ignored. <laughs> I come over, I bring you the tea, and then the check. Every day. We've never said three words to each other. I thought we had something special. (laughs) You were the perfect customer. I was the perfect waiter. (laughs) To see it end like this? With you stripping me naked in public. I mean, I dreamed, but I never actually thought. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why does Kira... Like hook his clothes here. Like he didn't have to like form his fingers into a claw to actually grab onto the clothes. God, he definitely has a robot hand. This like, how is his hand? Uh, God, look this. If anybody trains their hands to be extra good, it's gonna be this man. You're right, <laughs> Yoshi Kagekira. He's gotta have the perfect hands for. Per- God damn it! Do you think they were somebody else's hands? He stole someone else. That doesn't make sense. No. <laughs> what does he have a third stand power to allow some gra- the graft hands a, onto him? I'm just saying. Power, I'm just saying ridiculous. he steals some hands next next episode. Oh, I do. Okay, next episode is more to talk about. God, but Echoes Act Three is just not maybe the worst stand we've. Seen. I just love how defeated he looks, even after he's <laughs> successful in like making this thing heavy. He's just it's such a sad sack of a stand. It's because sheer heart attack is still very slowly getting closer to them, <laughs> like a Roomba on shag carpet. It's still, it's still moving, but it's not doing too much. Oh man, if I ever get a Roomba, now I'm gonna have to like 
dressing up as sheer heart attack. Uh, he just <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Got you, <laughs> you Needs a speaker built in. I get a speaker. I tape an Alexa to it. I'm like Alexa, yep. turn on the Roomba. Got you. Got you. Every time it hits something, it turns. I just have to get it to say Got you. God, the, the, the like. This this theme is called the second bomb, and it's very good. Like all like Kira has like four themes. One, it, it, like he has the murder theme. The um, his regular walking around town. He has first bomb. I think like three other ones later. He has like, the <laughs> most themes you've ever seen. And they're all yeah. really good. I'm just gonna cut it in now. Thank you, future me. You're you're welcome, past me. David Productions fucking knocks it out of the park with this music. You're welcome, past no, me. <laughs> well, I was going to do that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well just <laughs> Thank you, Tim. <laughs> you're welcome. It's less work for you. Is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so, Victor, uh, how'd you like the episode? I liked this episode. I liked it a lot more than the last two. <laughs> yeah. It's a Koichi episode. I think this is a good stand Just fight. Because you didn't have to stare at Shigechi's face. Uh, well, I mean, when Koichi goes Super Saiyan and it gets, like, super animated and... Uh, Kira gets super animated, and we get a lot of the star platinum, you know, super punching thing. Like, uh, this is this is where all the money went. Looks good. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Shigechi. He doesn't need money. <laughs> you know what he does with that? <laughs> no, I don't. What was he doing with all that money? Hey, honey, you want to go have some fun? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Harassing women. <laughs> Aww. Uh, what about you two? Yeah, it's a great episode. They got to see Star Platinum punch a thing, like, real good. That was pretty satisfying. Don't, I don't get that enough anymore. It's true. God, I was... Sorry, I was just watching uh, the the outro, and uh, when you get to see Koichi's face, he's still got his dumb original haircut. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, it'll change soon. <laughs> this is his good haircut, finally. <laughs> yeah, he's finally reached peak power. He gets many. better with every haircut. Yes. Long has polner affair. Yeah. Thank God that's gone. I mean, I didn't it's like. Thank God the fucking just slick back with the bug antenna up front is gone too. I like that one better than the polner F kit. <sighs> I guess. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for watching. Where can we find everyone? Well, you can find me on Twitter, Los Grantalonis. That's Los underscore Grantalonis. You can find me, Tim, uh, at Big Blue Zam. We'll be posting uh, nonsense. Let's just say nonsense. And you can find me on Twitter at TF Waffleman. As always, tweet at the podcast at Joe Star All Stars. We would love to hear from you. Uh, follow the podcast and get your episodes wherever you normally get podcast episodes Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Joe Star All Stars. Fireside.fm. And if you want to send us anything, please send it to Joe Star All Stars at gmail.com. You know, likes, subscribe, leave some five stars, uh, leave a review. It helps us out. It helps us like get some reach. Tell a friend. Tell the world. We love hearing from all of you. Every time we get stuff, it makes us smile. We appreciate it. You know, like the um, 
God, someone made our logo in uh, Animal Crossing, which was great. Oh, Thank you for that. Yeah, it fucking good. made my day. <laughs> did we post that on the Twitter account? We should have. Someone, Grant. No, I don't think we get did. Get on that, Grant. Come on. What's that? <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, so y'all. Other versions of Kira were stealing powers from people. So Rohan's would probably be, if you read a word, you explode. Like, he just gets to make a forbidden word. Ooh. Yeah, so or if you, yeah. Yeah, if you see or say Daffodil. a word. So, so instead of getting slimed, you get exploded. Mm-hmm. Wait, instead of getting slimed? <laughs> you slime, so you get slimed and exploded? Where's the slime coming from? What's the slime? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> what? Uh, now where I'm were you pulling this from? <laughs> now I'm worried. You, you didn't get the reference, so it doesn't matter. Okay. So is so is your idea like everything is like first he does like he does the hands like grabby power and then it explodes. It's like but it already sends it to nowhere. Why would that make it better? I don't understand. I don't understand your point, Joey. No, well, it's I, instead of scraping away time and space, he just scrapes bombs like it just explodes in <laughs> the trail behind his More hand bombs. What does that I, mean? it I, just explodes behind the you, trail his hand leaves you, you know in gundam when when like they shoot a bunch of like missiles and shit and it just like covers the sky and explosions yeah yeah yeah, yeah that that oh like okay the, it makes the sound um what would he get from what are the other interesting stand users um what would you do with Crazy Diamond's power? <laughs> no, it's, it, it can't be Crazy Diamond because that's got to be the one that beats him. We'd have to figure out something for, like, the lock. No. <laughs> the lock. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> locks into your chest. The lock, and but every, time you feel, every time you feel more guilty, you explode. Yeah, that's, like, he turns people into time bombs where, the, like, some sort of condition starts going off. Then they explode, killing everyone around them. Yeah, they're all bombs. More bombs! <laughs> Everything's a bomb! And then I just his... like that we're in agreement that they all have to explode in the end. <laughs> yeah. His hair turns into bombs. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the one I'm... Uh, bomb hair? <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine Iraqi's editor being like, really, bomb hair? <laughs> Maybe he's like Mr. All right, we'll print it. <laughs> Mr. 4 or 5, where all your bodily function, Every part of your body can be a bomb. He gets... He gets bad company, but they all have rocket launchers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, just imagining the Green Beret pair, like zip lining down and then putting a bo- like a satchel charge on something. So he gets Tonio's power, and then when you eat the food, you just explode. Yep. I mean, that's kind of already what Tonio's power does. <laughs> Angelo's power, but the bomb gets inside you. <laughs> really, a lot of these powers seem pretty redundant after a while. <laughs> yeah, it's weird how a lot of his powers seem redundant, and it's strange that he has more than one. Huh. Huh. Weird. Weird. Anyway, thank you all for watching. This has been Joe Stallstar signing up for all of you weight gain nerds out there. Say goodbye, JoJo. Goodbye, JoJo. Anytime I need to see a face, I just close my eyes And I am taken to a place where your grass don't mind I'm a gentle feeling, take a shelter in the face of my spine Straight like a chicken cherry toe mm, Harvest <laughs> that ass Say it again, <laughs> meets get dies up <laughs> <laughs>